Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. You will have met him before in this podcast, my husband, Ed Statman. Okay, so just to give you a little background, because, you know, my husband and I have talked about this in the podcast before, and for anyone who's been following our journey for a while, you'll you'll know the background. But for those of you just joining this podcast or just listening to this, you know, as a solo episode, I just want to give you a little background on what my husband and I have done. So a few years ago, we really decided and had a mission to retire my husband from corporate. He has been in his career for a really long time and we wanted more freedom and I wanted to give him the opportunity to figure out what he wanted and to really look at life from a very different perspective and be free. And so we had this kind of mission but we, you know, we're kind of planning it over a long period of time. I mean, obviously I've had a business for, you know, 20 plus years, but I've stepped in and out of that business to varying degrees with kids and with, you know, pregnancies and, you know, with all kinds of things like that. So, you know, he has been a breadwinner like his whole life. He's, you know, for, for 20, 30 years, he's been in corporate, he was high in the financial realm, you know, and so he's kind of lived as that identity. And so... He was in a job that they were going to make redundant, right, before we kind of left Australia. And it was a little bit before we had planned on, like me taking over fully and him not working. And so we just had to roll with it. So it kind of happens unexpectedly and suddenly. And then we just decided, let's just do it. Let's just... Um, allow me to step into that place of uh, being the breadwinner, of really, you know, rocking the business, and he can step into the place of supporting me and supporting the kids and supporting more domestically. And then that really led us to decide that we were free because my business is can roam all over the world. I can travel anywhere. I can live anywhere. And it's already so mobile. And all of a sudden, he wasn't in corporate. He didn't have to go into the office. He didn't have to be local. So that was really what spurred our decision to leave Australia and travel around the world. Now, we traveled around the world for about a year. And, you know, he was on a podcast talking about our nomadic adventure. And then we made a decision really for our small child uh, that she needed to be in school. So we made a decision to settle in Austin, Texas. And so up to this point, I'm still the breadwinner. I'm still, you know, the one working in my business. And he is still supporting me on multiple levels. So he's still supports, um, you know, he's the financial guy. So he's definitely the financial guy of the business. And he supports the kids and he does a lot of the domestic stuff. And so we've, we've created this real beautiful balance. And so I just wanted to share the background before we go into some of the more of the conversation. We thought we would 
you know, do a little chat and conversation uh, because I have seen over the last few months some big changes in the business world and some big changes with men and women in the business world. I've seen a lot of men start to kind of lose their jobs or be made redundant or have to shift what they're doing in their workplace. And I've seen a lot of women who have businesses start to step up. But that can be this really tricky dynamic. So since my husband and I have kind of you know, role reversed, if you will, we thought we would talk a little bit about what that's like, how you can navigate it if you find yourself in this situation. And we thought it'd just be a great conversation. So welcome, Ed. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. So, I mean, really where I kind of wanted to go with this conversation was really you know, what is the experience like for men? Because what I'm seeing, and I've been seeing this a lot with my clients, I've been seeing this a lot with the women I'm talking to in the workplace, some women really want to step up right now in their business, whether it's because they've been forced to, because all of a sudden their husband's out of work, and they've got kids, right? That's the scenario often. They've got kind of got kids, and they're like, how do I talk to my husband about taking a step back and helping me with the kids so that I can step up in business? And, you know, what will that be like and feel like so maybe from your perspective you know what has it been like for you well look it's a great question and it's a really uh, topical issue I guess at, at, at especially at this point in time where many people may be having their hands forced so to speak I know that was um, uh, that happened to an extent uh, in our situation where uh, though we were prepared to go um, on a particular path with uh, Sonia's business our business it may not have happened exactly according to the plan that we had in mind, and uh, it probably uh, happened a little bit sooner than we would have planned. So, you know, for for different people, the situation is going to be different. So uh, I think it's important to keep in mind the context of this discussion um, and where we're coming from. It's relative to our experience or my experience, and, and it, this experience will obviously differ from person to person relationship to relationship, uh, even culture to culture, depending on the extent of the um, or the breadth of the or depth of the audience that um, is listening to this particular podcast. Um, so there, there can be a lot to navigate. And, and I think if I bring it back home to the individual uh, like myself, you know, I have a particular background. My background is in finance and accounting. I'm used to a very uh, structured, organized world. Now, I say that because once again, it comes back to the context of where you are and where you as individuals and as a, in, in a relationship where, where you might be. It really depends on a whole lot of things. Uh, I said, for example, I'm in a, I came from a very structured background. Coming from that place, it might be more of a challenge to transition to a business type environment, which, which is in some respects a lot less structured there's a lot more things to navigate because you don't have existing systems in place, for example. Well, I think for you, you know, it was such a big change because you went from that very structured accounting environment to to really helping a lot more domestically. And I think that's this interesting transition that I find is harder for men than it is women. I think because traditionally we are already domestically inclined or domestically supported to be that way. And so, you know, what I what I feel like is happening is that a lot of women 
are struggling with, A, how do they talk to their husband about them taking a more domestic role so that they can step up in their business? And also on a compassionate level, what is it like for a man to have to have that big role reversal? Hmm. And so what was it like for you, you know, having to really shift your, like a complete paradigm really, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, uh, I came, I came from a place of, uh, you know, being in a career type role for maybe 20 years, 20 or more years. And, and so there was a lot of identity for me attached to that particular role or, you know, though it was a variety of roles over the years, it's still a particular identity that I'd, I'd, um, uh, sculpted over the years, I guess you could say, and, and you become attached to it. It's like, you know, you're your own piece of art, if you, if you would, or, you know, your own piece, own work of art, you know, depending on how you look at it. So, so the, there's a lot of uh, stock, I guess, in, in, you know, creating that identity. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm thinking about which way to approach this. So, so there was, there was a lot of identity for me and I guess, um, it was about, unraveling that or discreating that that identity to make way for something uh, better and and when I say better I, I do mean better because in the back of my mind or even consciously I might have looked to we might have looked to consciously create a business and something a better balance in life um, work-life balance some people refer to it as so consciously we may want to or I may want that to have been created however you don't it's not necessarily created in the way you think that it may be created. So, and I think that for me is where, where the challenge came. And, you know, maybe I had a bit of security blanket that I like to have, you know, there's a, there's, I like to have a bit of a buffer in the bank or as an example, or maybe make sure that we can, you know, pay the rent from one month to the next, um, as an example. So when you, when you go from a, a, a reasonably secure profession, to one in business where it's, you know, it's not necessarily secured. It's a bit like uh, being on the sea and the go, you know, going from calm seas to a little bit rocky seas and sometimes quite stormy seas. I mean, you, you need to be prepared for that. Yeah. And so, you know, for all the women listening who might be in this position where they, again, want to kind of support their partner to make this transition or even to ask their partner, you know, if they'd be willing to to take up some more of the domestic duties to, to you know, if they take a back seat to their job or their career or their business and allow the women to step forward, you know, what's some advice you can give them in order to talk to their husbands and make that more of a smooth transition and support their husbands to to thrive in that new role i i think that is a, a fantastic question and um one that i had to uh contemplate a little originally when sonia asked me to do this podcast i was thinking oh well maybe i'll be talking to the the men in the audience but of course this podcast is aimed at women in the audience and so so to you i say Keep in mind or, or, or keep an open mind as to where your partner, husband, significant other, whatever the case may be, keep in mind where they're at. So I think there, there's an element of care, kindness, and I think just, I mean, taking consideration where your partner uh, may be in all of this. Um, so initially, uh, in my case, you know, could be um, a shock in some extent, like there might be a conflict on, on one on one hand, you may think, yeah, this is really good. I really want to support my wife or partner in, in this particular uh, adventure, you could say. <laughs> and and that, and that, that um, again, depends on your perspective. Um, so I'll call it an adventure because for, for us, it was an adventure. 
Um, but it can also be uh, quite scary uh, and, and require a deal of courage. And for some, it may be uh, a bigger dose of courage than for others. If you're used to a structured environment um, and you're used to things being a particular way and that structure, like for example, in a business employee environment or, or, a, or an organization where uh, different people have different roles, so different aspects of the structure are taken care of almost automatically and you just look after your little piece, then it, it's quite different to going to a business where you could be looking at everything from you know domestic duties to uh, finance to looking after the kids. It's, it's such a more broad scope of... of um, roles or work that you'll be having to deal with it's not as defined as, as you may have in a in a more structured environment so keep that in mind i mean it, it it will vary immensely from you know one individual to another but yeah just keep in mind the care for that person and where they're at and and what what might help them to transition from you know whatever wherever they're at in that in that moment to you know the future um, so that's that's one aspect. I think another aspect is alignment. I mean, it's it's extremely important that you come to um, some kind of uh, agreement between yourselves as to you know how how you want to proceed. Um, and I guess that even going back a step comes down to communication. Communication is key. Wherever you're at, uh, how uncomfortable it may seem, I think it's it's very important that. Uh, the two of you, as the case may be, have good communication. And that includes being honest with, not, with one another about where you're at, yeah. and, you know, how you really feel. Yeah, I think that's really good. And to, to go back to the other point as well, I think that was such a good point about the structure. Because I think sometimes what we, as women, we're used to less structure in general. Like we're used to holding all the plates, spinning all the plates, navigating multiple functions, multiple roles. We're moms, we're the caregiver, we're the on the PTA, we're on, you know, like we're business owners. So we're used to navigating a bunch of roles. And I think a lot of men, when they've been the breadwinner, the corporate role, like they might come home and be the dad, but it's a it's different. They're not having to hold as many roles as we are and the roles they've had are more structured, usually because women give them structure, right? So they're like, okay, dad, you're home now. You put the child to bed. Like we're giving that structure with the kids. Are, we're get, you know, are they get the structure from their bosses or they get the structure from their business? But when they come into that place of, of a role, like there are domestic support or they're the child supporter, maybe they're doing a few things for our business. When they come into that, it's a much more unstructured place as, as you know, Ed was saying. And I think women are really good at just navigating that. But I think men have a harder time in being able to hold that and being able to see that their role might change from one five minutes to the next five minutes. <laughs> and that can be a harder transition. And so I think just having that compassion and understanding that there's going to be a huge shift mentally um, is really, really helpful. Because I think, you know, exactly what Ed said, we need to have care of our partners. Like sometimes we just expect them to do what we've been doing all this time. And we might have had years to do it or even a lifetime of indoctrination of what women should be doing that we've had to practice and mold to it and you know do it and I think it can be a very different role for men I mean some men can shift and change with no problem but I think a lot of men you know struggle
struggle because it's such a different way to look at things and multitasking or holding multiple roles can be a lot more challenging. So I think that's a really, that's really good perspective for us to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, and I really, you know, back to the alignment that you were talking about, I think, yeah, this is the key, right? To be able, even at that place, because a lot of women have come to me recently and they're like, how do I talk to my partner? Like, I'm so afraid they're going to be upset. I'm so afraid they're going to react. Their ego is going to come up. You know, like they, they've been so stuck in, you know, they're even convinced, like say they lost their job, they're even convinced they're going to keep looking for a job instead of trusting me or letting go and letting me step up to do something. And so, you know, what do you think is the best way even to approach it at the beginning? Well, look, once again, great question. And and I, I just want to recap on the, the bit about care. It's not like uh, there's no uh, responsibility on your partner's at all. I mean, that there is. Um, this is where the alignment comes into it. So I think, uh, once again, it depends on the perspective and where someone is at at a particular point in time. But, you know, th- this can be seen as, as an adventure, an exciting adventure, or it can be seen as a scary, a scary, intimidating process that, you know, is not going to have a good ending, you know, as worst case scenario. I'm exaggerating a little, but that, you know, some people might actually see it like that. Uh, No, I just can't do that. So, you know, there might be, you may need to be prepared for a response like uh, the equivalent of resistance or denial or something like that, that this won't work, or it's just not going to be, it's not good enough or something like that. It's not perfect enough. It's not structured enough. It's, you know, which is to an extent, an illusion the world has changed a lot that, you know, is there, is there such a thing as security um, like there, there once was perceived to be with jobs and, and the like? So what was the question again? Sorry. Your- yeah. So just, I think, you know, understanding how do we approach it, right? Yeah. Like how do we go to our partners and say, hey, this is a change that I would like to make yeah. and what do you think about it yeah. and in what way can we make that process more smooth you know are easier for the other and I mean I think you know one thing is to be caring and compassionate and calm yeah. right I think sometimes we can come at it in anger or come at it in resentment or come at it from a more um, negative place but the other thing I really love that you said which I think is a good answer as well is it's about how you frame it, right? So, you know, I talk about framing a lot in this podcast. You know, if you go to your partner and you're like, this is what we have to do, right? And some people have done that. You know, this is what we have to do. It makes sense that I step up. That can be a way to frame it, but maybe not the best way to frame it. But framing it is, it's like, hey, let's take this adventure. Let's see what happens. You know, some of the things I've been telling my clients is make an agreement for a period of time. Like somehow that gives it some concreteness. So maybe it's like, hey, how about for the next three months or for the next six months or till the end of the year or something like that, you just step back and allow me to take over. And then if we get to a place where it's not sustainable or it's not working or my business isn't growing enough and you really feel like you want to go back to work or you really feel like we need to change it up, we will. But can you just give me, you know, this much time. I think sometimes that makes, you know, people feel better because they're like, okay, at least it's a period of time. There's an ending in sight and I have another choice at that point. Mm. What do you mm. think about that? Oh, look, I think that's that's great. The reframing can be absolutely um, a great way to, to, to step up into that place of we have a new opportunity. Um, 
Now it may not be, it may not have come the way you would have expected, like or, or planned, as I as per the example I gave earlier. But it, it is all about how you frame it or how you look at it. You know, looking at one side of thing from the other side can look completely different. So I think that I think it's good to choose that and keep in mind that everyone, you know, yourself or your partner who's who's, um, who's um, you know whoever's going through or having this discussion has a choice about how you see things, how you choose to perceive things. And I think this is a really important point because it can it can make all the difference. You know, if you choose to see this as, as an opportunity, though it may not have come in the package that you expected versus a, a disaster, oh no, how are we going to do this? I mean, straight up, that's going to change your, your whole body's reaction to the event. Yeah. And it will, you know, consequently your experience of that event. In fact, I say an event meaning, you know, one point in time, but in fact this will be an ongoing journey and your experience of the journey will really be about how you look at it throughout the whole time. So your your viewpoint has a, has a very important role to play in all of this from the, from the get-go. The place you come from, like we talked about coming from a place of care and talking to your partner about, you know, if it's the, the proposal around the business or, 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 the, or the ideas, um, I think it's good to come from a place of neutrality, of honesty, openness, uh, and just, you know, say it, lay it out as it is, as you see it. Be open to receive, um, you know, your your partners uh, or whoever you're, you're pitching this to, receiving their uh, suggestions as well. Um, and hopefully they can come from a similar place, though, you know, in all, in all honesty and reality, uh, that may not be the case. It, it may not be, um, they may not, the initial reaction may not be as favourable as you would hope. But over time and through conversation and, and, and looking at this, I think familiarity starts to um, uh, develop uh, or the idea is not so strange or intimidating as it may first seem. And then over time, hopefully, um, if it's not already there, it will develop into something that is worthy if, if it wasn't already i mean it's obviously always potentially worthy of you know seriously taking on board and giving it a go yeah do you think i mean i would definitely say um as the woman in this scenario right patience right mm. patience is key well, especially in my case yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you know so so you know Ed did take, like, he was keen, I think, at the beginning, right? Like, we always have this plan of, of sort of, you know, getting him out of corporate and being free and doing our thing. Um, but I think, yeah, it came quick. And I think some of it is the dream of it is one thing. The practice of it is a whole nother. You know, sometimes you can have a lot of resistance at the beginning. You might go to your partner and they might be like, no, that does not sound good or no, that's not what I want to do. And you have to be patient by continuing to have conversations and not reacting, right? Because the more you react or take it personally, the more heated the conversations will get. But I think not only that, but also the process itself, because it isn't just like, hey, we've made this decision. The practice of going through this process is also really challenging because an identity takes a long time to um, break down, right? I mean, you know, you're like, would you say 
for, you know, for those who are kind of going through this or about to go through this, I mean, it's been a journey, right? Like it's been a journey of unwinding old patterns of unwinding indoctrinations of unwinding structure that you've had for so long. And, and there can be a lot of ups and downs. Oh, absolutely. And it's a beautiful journey. It may not seem like that at first or, or in the moments of the downs or the, or the stormy seas or however you want to put it, but it is such a beautiful journey. And if you can take that on board and, and think of this not as, a, not as a return of investment in terms of in a monetary sense or, or about the business per se, but if, and then there's a whole new, there's a whole another conversation about a type of business and the reality and, and, and the realities of that. Save that we for another time. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but as far as the, the journey goes and whether you want to call it an opportunity for growth, uh, they're the words that are coming to me at the moment, it is really like the universe coming to you and say, hey, guys, you know, this is, this is a gift. And if you can somehow work together and in doing so, this process brings you closer together and, and through the work that you will have to do to make this happen, you will become bigger and stronger, bigger in terms of, I can say spiritually or, or um, more whole, once again, depending on your perspective and your beliefs. Um, but you will be a, essentially a better person or you will have a more fulfilling life as a result of the experience that you will have and the way you look at that experience. If you can, if you can appreciate all those ups and downs and you have in mind the bigger picture, and this is a piece that I left out earlier, but the bigger picture is, is quite important. If you can look at it in terms of how you are maybe serving the world or how through your partner or together you are, you could be serving the world through this uh, business opportunity, then it's not just, it's no longer about the money. It's about your greater purpose. It's a, it's a more, um, I guess, divine spark that comes and you have an opportunity to ignite that, add fuel to it, work together. You know, I'm not very eloquent in my wording here, but I think you get the picture. Yeah. Um, it's all about that growth that will develop along the way. And, you know, it has been said many times, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey but it starts with you being willing to accept that, you know. Yeah. Do you accept this mission? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes as women as well, like just to say, we, we sometimes we have to hold that, right? Mm. Like oftentimes we want our partners to hold us when we're having the ups and downs, when we're going in and out, especially like the journey of business, right? Because we're experiencing lots of ups and downs. Like, and you know, that can seem really crazy. Well, I think this process for our partners is like that. You, you know, sometimes we have to hold them in their, you know uncomfortableness or in their anger or in their you know happiness like it's like there's this dramatic sort of swing of emotions that I think can happen with men especially when they're transitioning into a totally different identity a totally different role that they may not feel as confident to play like women I think in general because we we are you know, for the most part, more involved in raising our kids as an example. We're more confident in that process. But when men take over that role of having the kids, sometimes they're not as confident. Like, would you would you agree that like there is this sort of lack of confidence, knowing exactly how to operate everything in the same way? 
Definitely. And once again, it depends on the individual and to, to what extent they're uh, willing to be diverse in their roles, I guess. Um, it, and also to what extent they're clinging to former identities. If you built yourself up as a, as a king in a particular role, you've become an expert in a particular area, yeah. then, then all of a sudden to have the rug pulled from under your feet and you come crashing down to look after the kids or, or, or do the dishes every day, you know, which is, you know... <laughs> Whatever, I mean, um, you know, it, it's it's like what's going on, what's got, what's happened here, but I think it's a it's a great experience um, to have. It, it teaches you. It can once again, depending on where you're at, it can teach you humility, and humility is such a beautiful thing. Uh, I think if if everyone had, um, you know, was a master in humility, I don't know whether we'd have too many problems in the world. Yeah. Um, so I think there are a lot of good lessons to be had here, whether your hand is forced or whether you do them, you know, you take them on voluntarily. There is a, a huge growth potential here. And it's worth it. Bring like, it on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, because we are mainly talking to you women, like, you know, I will say it's worth holding it and it's worth the patience. So I think sometimes, you know, it can be hard to hold the dream, especially if the other partner is is challenged with it or going through their own stuff, you know, in different ways. And I think it's really, really worth holding that dream, even for a long time if needed, and having that patience. Because coming out on the other side, which we are on the other side, Ed and I, you know, coming out on the other side of the challenge and of the change and of the transition and of the identity change, man, it's so much better. It's like so much better. And I think, you know, holding the team perspective is really important. Like Ed was talking a little bit about earlier, you know, the way that I see our family is we are a team. And so it doesn't matter who's making the money or who's not making the money or who's watching the kids or who's, you know, we're a team and we have to create the alignment of the way everyone's needs get met within that team. But I think, you know, as long as we hold it that way, it's really, really powerful. And so, you know, someday I may pass the baton to Ed and he might work again. I mean, we, we don't know where, where that team effort will be. And it's just about us aligning every moment with each other as a family to decide where does the family want to go? How can we all get our needs met, our vision met? Where do we want to go together? And what's the best sort of way to play out that role, you know, in each of those circumstances? And so I think it's really powerful when you look at it from that team perspective. The challenge can be, you know, especially for men, we talk obviously a lot about the female lens in this podcast and kind of what women have been indoctrinated with. But man, men have been so indoctrinated with that their value is in the breadwinning, right? That their value is in their work. And as soon as that gets stripped out from under them, I think men have a much harder time. And that doesn't even have to do necessarily with their upbringing or who they are as a person. But like that's the way the world's framed it. Would you agree, Ed? I would. And it's and it's raised, it, you reminded me of a very powerful inspiration i think or motivation however you want to put it it's external internal but a very powerful observation or experience that i had through this whole process that is that from my perspective i got to see i got to be a part of a beautiful process of seeing sonia blossom or 
be able to share her gift to the world. And boy, does she have a gift. I mean, you know, we're, we're having a short podcast here today, but there is so much depth to the work that Sonia has done and is sharing. And it, I mean, obviously I've got a biased perspective <laughs> and this is not coming from a, a, a sales or marketing perspective or anything like that, but this is just from the, the, the depth of the experience that I have had personally in, for example, becoming deeply aware of uh, the feminine perspective and the suffering that women in general over history have had on the earth. Just talking about it now brings me to tears because, and, and the reason I'm saying this is because this for me was a powerful force in awakening to the extent of the suffering that the men or the masculine has brought upon the world. And to the point where I'm resigned to, we've had our time and, you know, I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but, <laughs> but, but, but I, I, this is a really powerful message to a lot of men. We've had our time in leadership. You know, I, I have said on a number of occasions to uh, small groups of people, family, friends and the like, that men in some respects, until they've uh, got to a certain level of consciousness, they should not be leading anywhere. I mean, who's killed people over the, over the course of history? You know, I would say that the majority of times it would have been men who have done the killing. Now, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's another perspective on this that, um, you know, can justify that. I don't see it personally. And I think, you know, like I said, until we reach a certain level of consciousness, we should step down and say, you know, hand it over to the women and, and, you know, still be there for a perspective, but we should not be allowed to have weapons, for example. <laughs> I'm getting on my political podcast here, political arena. Political, political soapbox. You can soapbox. cut this out. <laughs> yeah, look, no, no, I love it. Look, and this is, you know, this is the beauty of this podcast is we don't edit it. We really just, I never even give questions to people. We really just talk about things from our heart. And that's what I love about this podcast. And, you know, I really appreciate you saying that. And I think a lot of women will appreciate that there is men out there who can really see that it's time for women to lead now and see that it's time for women to step up. And that is such a hopeful place, I think, that a lot of us can sit in because I also agree that it is the time of the woman and not because men are bad, because we need to punish them, because, you know, none of that, but because women have some special gifts that are needed in the world right now and mm. we need to lead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you say it so beautifully. And, and to me, it's like often I hear people in work workplaces, I've worked in quite a number of places over the last few decades, and there are a few people that are really, truly happy in, in their work, uh, yeah. employees, for example. And, and so when it comes to an opportunity to go in business, uh, you know, where you have a bigger, a bigger picture in mind, you have a purpose that you feel aligned with, when, it come, when you get an opportunity to work with someone or be a part of that process, it's, it's life-changing. It's, it's, it gives you so much more depth to existence and, and, and you know, it gives you that purpose. It, life begins to have more meaning um, than you know, going from paycheck to paycheck, collecting stuff along the way. And by stuff, I mean you know, material possessions, house, car, you know, furniture, whatever, all that kind of stuff going on holidays. You know, they're, they're quite... I mean, you get to a point where you think, you know, how much stuff do I want to collect? 
Yeah. It's like it's it can be quite shallow. So, but you know, that's an individual individual thing. But and over time, you change. You know, I I had I went from one extreme to another. I guess over over a course of my life, over the course of my life. So it it really is, I guess. Once again, I'll go back to that opportunity to stand up and or step up and be part of something that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, I think that is absolutely the perfect place to end. So thank you all for joining us in this great conversation that we've had. You know, if you if you want to talk more about this, if you're struggling with this kind of scenario as well, please come to the Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. Um, we'd love to extend the conversation. All right. Thank you. Have a great day and we will see you all next week. have an exciting announcement. I'm offering a special pilot program for the next few months to help women find more clarity. If you've been feeling stuck on the fence about a decision or unclear about your direction in business life or your career, I can help. This program will help you unpack all of the mindset, emotions, and behavior patterns in the way of clarity and your wisdom. You get to work one-on-one with me and I am good at unpacking whatever is in the way of clarity. You also get access to my exclusive group of private clients. If this resonates with you, reach out at my website at sonyastatman.com or on any of my socials. Getting clarity right now is an important step to success. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.